1-833-693-693. So I want to go back to land tax now. Like um, we're getting heaps of emails coming in. You know, people have got just got their land tax bills starting to uh, starting to thud into the letterbox. And when I say thud, I, I really mean that. I mean, obviously, it's the same piece of paper each year. But because two years ago the government upped the rates of land tax, and also because the value of land is based on, I think it's the 1st of January 2022, and we'd had these sort of pandemic-induced property boom then, um, what's happened is that land tax isn't going up 5 or 10%. It's going up 30 40 50 and in some cases over 100%. And that's not right. I mean, you can't have a government that on one hand says, oh, we're going to do something about the cost of living. But on the other hand, is is increasing taxes on you know people who own investment properties by huge amounts. Kath Evans is Victorian Executive Director of the Property Council. Uh, Kath, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tom. Well, I mean, we're getting lots of emails on this. And as I said, we're getting land tax increases this year versus last year of, in some cases, over 100%. Do you think that's justified? Well, look, look, I think this has come at at an extremely difficult time for many Victorians. Clearly, the cost of living due to inflation, accompanying interest rate increases are already placing a serious squeeze on many household budgets. Um, And in in addition to that, we've obviously got a a housing supply uh, problem across the country uh, and also um, a lack of available rental stock and rents which are extremely high. So, um, you know, it's hard to understand how an impact of such significant increases in land tax doesn't um, cause further strain on the rental market as you know investors or owners of properties and we're we're in the main talking a lot about you know your average families who have got investments in in other properties um, may have to pass that cost on to to their renters yeah well of course and I mean you know, we we have a rental crisis in that rents are getting very very expensive. But when you've got uh, sorry, when you've got property owners being slugged with extra land tax and council rates and all the rest of it, I mean, you know, they, they, they've got to try and make a profit. Um, look, I, I noticed that the the I know that the land tax is based on the previous year's valuation. In fact, I think it's based on one January twenty twenty two. The property market since then has wobbled a bit. Is it possible that next year's land tax could actually be lower? Could well be, could well be. It's clearly, a, you know, a fluctuating market, um, and you know, one would the, the questions that are being raised across the country are very much about affordability and how to make housing more affordable. Um, the answer to that, of course, is increasing supply so that there's more housing stock on the market, which then has that impact on pricing. So one one would hope that if um, you know there can be. You know, investment in in property across across the country that that will have a corresponding impact on reducing um, property prices, so it's more affordable. Is there a way for people to appeal their land tax, or at least appeal the the, the valuation that's being used? There, there, there is a there is a, a model where you can question um, your land tax evaluation. There are also exemptions from land tax as well in certain circumstances. So you know we would certainly encourage people to look carefully at how their property has been valued um, and take the appropriate steps that they need to take. And I guess finally, I mean, I'm getting emails on this. Some people are saying, well, you know, if you're lucky enough to own an investment property, you shouldn't whinge about it. You know, only the rich have, you know, second or third properties. Do do you think that's, that's sort of that view is prevalent in the government, that people who own, you know, properties beyond the house that they live in deserve to be taxed? No, look, look, I think, you know, an investment property is something which, you know, a lot of 
a lot of um, people in Australia aspire to. Um, and so this tax is, is not just hitting um, large corporations. This is hitting um, your average investors who, who may have um, put, you know, worked hard to put money into an investment property. Um, the, the, the challenges, of course, are if the costs of um, holding that property um, really don't stack up in terms of rental return, then it becomes very problematic for people to enter that market. And they may, in fact, exit the market, mm. which then causes further problems on um, housing stock availability. Thank you for your time. Kath Evans there, uh, Victorian Executive Director of the Property Council. Look, I mean, see, when you think about it, I, I know this arouses uh, some angst because houses are a weird investment. If you own them as an investment, they're an investment. Like It's like owning shares or bonds or art or maybe even you know collectible cars, for example. But houses are also people's homes. Now, there's, there's, no, there's no other type of investment that we tax like this. Like, you know, if you own a share portfolio, um, the government doesn't try and take one and a half or two and a half percent of the value of the share portfolio every year. Whereas if you own investment properties, they do. And I, I don't think it's right to have very different taxation regimes for different things. But, you know, I suppose if, if lots of landlords now say, well, you know what, I'm selling up, and, I don't know, maybe those houses, maybe that pushes the price of property down and makes it more affordable, it, it might be good for first-home buyers, but we will see.